The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle. Inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs, you don't know him. You'll love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. I was practicing huh? doing the I was practicing doing the cat screech while doing that, but I couldn't. <laughs> we got a great show for you today. <laughs> because we are going to be reviewing and talking about Sadako versus Yakako. Did I say that right? Huh? Yakako. Yakako. I'm sorry. I did not mean to say that like that. Kayako. Sadako versus Kayako. <laughs> Yakako. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about that, and we're also going to be talking about the comic book, Blood Stained Teeth. Uh, so, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about, there's there's plenty going on, so you let us know. Uh, we're going to tell you how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment, but before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because uh, without him, the whole show wouldn't have happened. So thank you, Scott. Happy early birthday. Scott's, Scott, Scott Rubin's birthday is tomorrow. So yeah. happy Happy early birthday. Birthday. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, with that said, um, why don't we let you know how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum? Here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at Fantastic Forum Live. Join the party. You know you want to. I agree. I agree. I know I want to. Um, thank you, intern, for all your hard work. We appreciate you. So, take it um, easy, yeah. Mary. Easy. <laughs> I, I, I was just saying thank you. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's I, enough. Like, canceled already. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, um, with that said, you can go ahead and, and jump to fantasticforum.live, like like the intern said, and uh, you can call right into the show. You'll be the next member of Fantastic Forum. Uh, you can jump into the chat over on YouTube or on uh, Twitch. 
and we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as insert witty chat comment here, please, Jay. Um, Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? What did you think of the new Thor Love and Thunder trailer? They blurred out Thor's ass, but you will see Thor's ass in full glory on the big screen. <laughs> that, that's what we were wondering about. I was sitting there watching. I was like, wait a minute. Where's Thor's ass? <laughs> I was just about to say, I was like, wait a minute. I feel I feel robbed. Um, uh, he puts the ass in Asgard. You're hilarious. I, I personally have no problem with the, the censorship of Thor's ass. And when the movie releases... If the blur is still there, I think I'm okay with that. You know, so it's, I think the blur actually makes it a little bit funnier. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm sure that there are people out there that definitely are going to be like, "Wait a minute, I did not pay my money for this blur." Right, Jay? Yeah, like I <laughs> got him, <laughs> got him. If it was like. Uh, do I want to see his ass? Do I am I pro? Oh. Am I trying to get rid of the censorship? He's like, I don't. Look, like, Jay was like, ah, I don't know. I, I, I recently saw a movie <laughs> where a man is fighting, but he doesn't have any like pants on, mm -hmm. but they blur his dick. Mm. And like, part of me is like, I don't know. It's funny, but. Would it be fun? Would it be less funny if we could see his dick, or more funny? Was that movie and, a comedy? Uh, yes. Okay. And it's like I don't know. Like I, I do hate censorship, but I can admit that there are times where it does make things funnier. Oh, what? Um, what? But I think I think they should have showed his dick. Man, I think free the shit of I think I think it's actually funnier to show the penis. <laughs> well, I think it depends. <laughs> like, you, uh, know? you I mean you've seen that uh that movie Walk Hard? No. <laughs> no. Well, hey, we're not doing porn today, Moses. That's a different show. No, no, no. It's it's like that. it's a parody <laughs> of like uh of like that movie The Doors or the Johnny mm -hmm. Cash movie. And it's yeah, that no, I remember it. It's very funny. And there's a dude it's, it's, that it's walking uh, hard, right? No, I think it's walk hard. It just walk hard. Okay, gotcha. And that he's on the phone, and then there's a guy that just says hands him the phone, like he's like, "Yeah, you got a phone call," and he's butt naked with the penis right here at that dude's face, and then he just stands there holding the phone because they don't have you know cell phones back then. He's holding the actual phone contraption, and it was funny. You're supposed to be laughing. Okay. It's not weird. I think I think it's just weird either way. But yeah, there's nothing. It can be weird and funny. Yeah, that's. Kind I, of the I think you got. I think you had to have been there. You had to be next to the penis, Mo. Sorry, we weren't there. You had to watch it in 3D. You had to. <laughs> you, had to you had to get. You had to get the 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 4D ticket. Yeah. So for the miss. Like a gallery, it's like a gallery. <laughs> you have to get the flash room. You're like, what is that? <laughs> oh, <he's not> coming <laughs> off. <laughs> Smells weird. Oh man! But yeah. So okay. Well, listen. It's interesting. Like I, I mean, 
I, I don't, I, it, it's hard to say, like, I feel like that's one of those, those decisions, like the idea of like the person, like, I don't know what kind of fighting the guy was doing, Jay, in the movie that you're talking about, but what I can it's say like martial is, arts. okay, so what I can say is dudes fighting naked can easily go from funny to like unfunny real quick like you know what i'm saying so it's like one of those things where it's like sometimes the blur is what you do to maintain the comedy it's like if you if you take the blur away it, it can quickly turn into something else <laughs> you know and you're just like what is what is going on here you know what i'm saying like listen how how many times have has has moses made fun of me for watching ufc and those dudes are technically clothed <laughs> you know, they have they have clothes. There's no blurs or anything. They got they got full on shorts. Yeah, and most like look at know, those guys. Can, look, those are hot pants. They're not. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man. So I'm just saying. So what did you all think of the the new trailer? Oh, I didn't. See Love it. and Thunder. I'm talking about. Oh, you haven't seen it yet, Jay. Okay, that's fair. You saw it, Larry? What? Yeah, I did. You haven't oh, seen I mean, it? You have to because you work for one of the biggest comic book outlets now. You're yeah. hilarious. <laughs> You're hilarious. It's like, look, Mary Young done sold his soul yeah. to the corporate comic machine. Look, I'm not judging. I'm not judging none of that. Like, look, get me in. Uh, <laughs> I did read oh. your articles, and they are definitely the, uh, the better side of CBR. Wow. Well, even in terms of listicles, like there's actual knowledge there. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you. It was actually interesting, and was telling me stuff I didn't know. Right. Even the stuff I kind of knew, it's presented in a way that's clear, concise, and uh, and better than I've read in a lot of those. Hey, yeah. man, y'all, y'all need to stop. Thank you so much for saying can, that. Uh, like, my heart has grown extra size. Say what? If you go to Fantastic Four Live, there is a link to your latest one. So it'll. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. Well, I didn't even. Look, here's the messed up part. Here's how bad I am at self promotion. I didn't even think to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't occur to me that we might be able, like, that is a thing. But you're, thank you, Moses. Hey, hey I'm it. riding your coattails all the way to, to the Eisners, Larry. <laughs> There it is. There it is. It's going to be like a comic book that's just going to say a Fantastic Forum production, right? It's I, like, I'm going to hold your umbrellas. <laughs> you're so silly, dude. But two. yeah, man. <laughs> so, so, Mo, did you not see the trailer or you did? Oh, I, I saw it. I, I Yeah, okay. I, I think I, I had enough of Thor Love and Thunder. I, I don't want to see anything else until I see the movie. Okay. So you yeah, saw the trailer you're like, that's it for me. That's it. That's it. I don't want to see anything else. Like yeah. I just want to enjoy the movie. It's because every time they've shown you more, and it's still not the movie could still be go off the rails, you know. Oh yeah, but no, no. I, I, I guarantee you, there's at least two additional surprises in that. Choice. Like I, I know our big uh, uh, conversation we had here from the last one was about mm -hmm. how uh, Gore would look and right. how it looked in the toy. And I, I don't know about you, but I love how it looked in the movie. I think uh, photographing a dude that's all white is hard in a yeah. in a colorful background and and all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be done. The technology here is 
is, is yeah. but I think the, the the artistic choice they use to do like that weird gray that's technically yeah. white really yeah. really works for in motion, you know. Yeah. On paper, yeah. I don't think that would work, but uh, in in film, I, I think it, it's and he looks great. He sounds great. Uh, he, I wish yeah. he looked more menacing, but he does yeah. look very sinister, you know. Um, yeah, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, go. Because I, I know in the look, he's like he's like, you know, he's a physical threat to Thor or all the other gods, and here he's more like he's going to give him an STD or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I I think everything that you just said is 100 spot on, and I feel yeah. like feel free you're to right. Read article. <laughs> Christian Bale looks menacing. Uh, the 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 color palette and the choices they use, and and apparently, like I'm not exactly sure what's happening, but it looks like like coming in contact or being in the space with gore actually like seeps the color out of the area that he's in. Like so, people get like. It's not just him. It's like yeah. it looks like you know, like it turns into like Sin City when he's fighting, you know, <laughs> fighting yeah. like Thor and 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 Valkyrie and all those people, which is very cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, it's an interesting effect, and I'm sure that it's going to be like from a cinematic standpoint, like you said, going to be an amazing thing. I, I will say the only thing that disappoints me is that they could have made. Christian Bale look more like Gore the the God Butcher like from the yeah. comic like they like I and I get it like you know you don't you don't want to mess around and do too many makeup effects and all of a sudden it becomes less practical in in like to do in in the movie like that's almost like a little bit like I feel like we're almost going to where um what they were talking about with with Rosario Dawson's rendition of Ahsoka Tano, where, mm -hmm. you know, like her tendrils are shorter and they realize like it had to be shorter because they're like, from a practical perspective, it, it, you can't shoot a, a live action thing with them being the size that they were in the animated film, you know what I'm saying? Or in the animated uh, series. And, you know, I mean, there's people that will dispute that and how, easy it is or is it to do i can say i don't know because i don't make movies <laughs> so you know i'm not gonna sit here and tell somebody nah man you could have done it i'm not gonna say that what what i can say is this they could have done christian bale's face like they did voldemort and that would have made it look more like gore the god butcher like that could have been a thing and that very well might just be a thing where christian bale's like i don't want to do that like christian bale has a very pronounced nose and yeah. his face is awesome like his face looks like a villain, you know? So it's like, it's not like I look at that rendition of gore and think, oh, it doesn't look like a villain that is worthy of being called a god butcher. I'm just saying, I know what the character looks like in the comic and it's not Christian Bale. And so it's just like, man, like it would have been, it would have been cool if they could have done something to make him look more gore-like, even if they're not going to put, like, you know, because I think gore, if I'm not mistaken, gore, gore has the tendrils too. And it's like, you know, okay, you're not going to do that. That's fine. But dude, like, we can't, like, pin his nose up or something. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what they did to to uh, Fines to give him the Voldemort. I don't know how that prosthetic works, but they well, couldn't it, do that. He, Ray Fines, 
I believe it mm-hmm. is Ray Fiennes. I, he has yeah. a pronounced nose as well. <laughs> so I know. It, it's it's a lot of I know what he looks like. You know, and somebody with a pronounced nose, I actually keep my weight up because the more fat I have on my body, the smaller my nose looks. So, anything, you know, wearing the mask during quarantine or, or wearing a, a beanie like to rob a bank, like it's not comfortable for a dude like us, like Ray yeah. Fiennes. Christian Bale yeah. and, and me, the and, handsome crew. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And and I'm 100%. Like, it, I would be shocked to find out that it wasn't because Christian Bale, like, didn't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, right. like there's all that time you spend in the makeup chair, yeah. and then I'm sure it's not comfortable. And I, I'm, I'm certain that there was, a like, either, whether it was, or I should say this, whether it was him personally or just his management, like in a contract, we're like, we'll, we'll do it, but we're not going to do any extensive makeup. And they're like, well, this is what we got to do to get, you know, Christian Bale. Yeah. It's like, I, I could, I, I 100% believe that that's probably what happened. Wouldn't and, you know. Bullshit? Wouldn't it be some hmm? bullshit if he's like, well, this is just one of those little superhero movies. I don't want to dedicate my body to none of that. Because, you know, for a fucking, <laughs> yeah, for the machinist, he lost so much weight. And then for Batman, mm-hmm. he put on a bunch. And, and mm-hmm. Dick Cheney, he put on even more. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, right. Yeah, this, for this movie, I'm not going to do that. Like, I, right. I, I'd be so mad <laughs> if that's, what, that's the I reason. Mean, why it's I a mean, wild thing. Movie, you know? But, you know, I mean, at this point in his career, he might just be like, I just don't want to do that anymore. And and I can't That's even be mad at him for that. Because he does it so in such a fast turnaround time. He probably has physical <laughs> side effects that he's encountering, too. Yeah. And, and and if that's the case, then that that is a thing that I could totally understand too. If it's like, hey, I've been doing this and now I can't. Like, you know, it's like if the day comes where like Tom Cruise is like, hey, I had to stop doing my own stunts because of all of the wear and tear on my body in the last however many, you know, decades. You can't fault Tom it's, it's like Jackie Chan, right? You can't fault Jackie Chan for being like, Hey, I yeah, I do stunt doubles sometimes now. <laughs> it's like, no, my my dude sacrificed his body for decades to give us amazing cinema. So it's like if, Does he use stunt uh, doubles now? He he uses wires on one movie, and people are giving him shit. And I don't think he's been in anything since. Because <laughs> I know I saw a movie he did that was fairly recent, and mm-hmm. he just didn't do like he did the fighting, but he didn't do the stunts. Well, like, okay, so there it is. So I mean, I guess maybe he just like well, no stunts if I'm not doing them, and I'm not doing them, so no stunts. <laughs> you know, but it which was, is he was really funny about it though, like you know. He is good at comedy, so he he actually made it work in story. Yeah. Where like oh good one of the like he's working with a dude and the dude like jumps from one floor of the mall to like the bottom floor, and he's about to do it, and the other guy's like, "Hey, there's an escalator right over there." Right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> Word. I so you know, but I the Nike symbol on his cast on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna knock Christian Bale, but it's just one of those things where I you know, again, I just wanna see the the comics brought to life. I wanna see the, the page jump to the screen. And so, you know, that's all that that's the only thing disappointing. But I'm sure I'll get over it because the, the movie looks like it's gonna be a blast. Yeah. 
Um, the the thing you brought up about Sin City was that was a really great point. I wish I would have thought of that because it's kind of like him being white amongst everybody else. It's almost like the yellow bastard in mm-hmm. uh, in, in Sin City. Like mm-hmm. just sticks out, and it's a good, really good mm-hmm. effect. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it all ends up turning out. But yeah, I think it's going to be a fun flick. And, uh, you know, like it, it, it's going to be interesting because they're bringing in a lot of other, uh, uh, a lot of, well, I won't say a lot of, but they're bringing in gods from other pantheons. Yeah. And so that opens up a lot of possibilities. And, uh, yeah, it's looking like they might even touch on some of the more like cosmic stuff too. So Russell Crowe as Zeus, like I'm yeah, sure we knew that was coming, but looking at it and hearing him talk, yeah, it's such a different like. Yeah, you know, he got he got Russell Crowe in the Marvel thing. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not Wolverine in the '90s, but right, but, uh, right. But you got him in the Marvel movie. It's just, that's a next level shit, man. Yeah, I agree. Like, that fool sounds like he actually is trying to do a Greek accent, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just like, dude, like, good for you, Russell Crowe. Man. He could have played Fat Thor. (laughs) What's Tiger Claw saying in chat, man? I'm sorry, Tiger Claw. We don't mean to be ignoring you. All over the place. He says right here, uh, let's see, it says, uh, it seems it's only fair since we did see Hulk's ass in the last Thor movie that we should see. And then he goes, oh yeah, there you go. And then he says, anyways, what did you thought of the uh, Gore's MCU? I already answered that. Yeah, we did talk Luke about that. Gore looking, okay. Also, Christian, it's it's Christian Bale. You got to see his face. He said that. I and mean, do he, you though? Like, would like? I feel like Christian Bale. If you don't see Christian Bale's face, we're still gonna know it's Christian Bale. And then it says, uh, I bet Hercules will appear in the post credit scene. I- I'm willing to bet he'll he'll come out in that scene when they're in, in Olympus. And yeah, it- yeah. And it's going to be Carl Urban. You think so? Nah. Because he already played. Uh... <laughs> well, he oh, played the other dude. Yeah. In, uh, yeah in... The uh, Executioner. Yeah. 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 So it could be him. But him or uh, or Steve Blackman from WWF. Back I don't I don't know Steve Blackman. Oh man, you don't know the lethal weapon? What a bitch. <laughs> 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 well, uh, he uh, like he like to play that that Marvel Hercules, I think they 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 just look like him, you know. The okay, that's and, cool. And you know how how Carl Urban looks in, in the boys is kind of like yeah. you know, they just strap him on, make him lift some weights and yeah. Yeah, I don't know who like who would you you know flash uh what is it flash flash poll here you guys are gonna take my poll uh, mm-hmm. who would you guys cast as, as Hercules Marvel's Hercules? Well, first off, I'm gonna say I saw, I see what you did there. <laughs> Gave you my poll. Yeah. <laughs> if I blurred it out, it'd be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez. Oh man. Uh I I don't know off the top of my head like who 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 looks and could potentially act like Hercules. Um Whatchamacallit could do it, right? Um 
Oh, damn it. What's old boy? Uh, I mean, he might be too big. <laughs> yeah, but, but, well, no, but the, like, like, oh boy, um, the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Now you can't, you can't, he's got to be up there with like Thor. Like, the mountain. No, be, that's what I'm saying. He's too big. Like, he's going to yeah. make Chris Hemsworth look small. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so, you know, it's like, you know, but, but, Thor, which I, yeah, that fool's actually named Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Thor. I'm sorry, but yeah, he could he could have been Hercules if we had a bigger Thor. Uh, <laughs> and they let Chris Hemsworth actually keep all that muscle before he before he could fit the costume when he couldn't fit the costume. Yeah, yeah. but um, that's crazy to think too because it's like you know Chris Hemsworth is what six four, yeah, three, yeah. It's insane, man. But he has but yeah, that thinner, okay. like lankier body type. He's not the boxy, you know. Yeah, that's why he can't. I mean, he looks pretty. He looks pretty yoked in this. You know, he. You know, he put. Yeah, he, no, he, looks, he looks the biggest he's ever been to me. Yeah, yeah. I think they had to make his helmet bigger just to match his muscles. <laughs> but, oh my god! Uh, hey, who do you who do you, who would you think uh, will play uh, Hercules? MCU Hercules. You talking to Jay? Yeah. Um. Sorry. I'm- I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so I had to look up what the mountain looks like. Uh, oh, I guess there's more than one. More than one mountain? That's what? Yeah. He was played by a couple different people. Uh, he played oh. the he played the human version, I think. But like half board Julius Bornson. Yeah, yeah, that's who I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. But who would I pick? Um, like, do they have to be big? Like, are I mean, just they have saying, to look. Just say who would be able to get big. Look, say who you'd pick, and explain why. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I I want to say Seth Rogen. <laughs> like, Seth Rogen, not for the physique, but uh, Hercules in the comics, like. Acts like Seth Rogen. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, but only sometimes. Most most of the times I've seen him, yeah. like with the exception of Civil War, he's okay. acting like Seth Rogen. That's hilarious. Like, some of those Civil War like off issues, he was a little Seth Rogen. I mean, listen, <laughs> I will say this: Seth Rogen can act, and if Seth Rogen would commit to sh- getting in shape. I wouldn't be and dying his hair. You, you, uh, you got it. You're gonna play MCU, or you're gonna play Marvel's Hercules. Like I need you to dye your hair. But if he's willing to do that, I would be down for it. Which, but I don't know. Like I don't know that Seth Rogen has ever been that. Like I don't know if he's like he might not even be genetically capable. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> he, he might be able to. He's got. He you know, He's got a good amount of height, and he's boxy. So if he decides to pack on muscle, he don't have to put. A, he could put on thirty pounds of muscle and look more impressive than but, but, uh, you know. We've seen Seth Rogen like smaller, oh, like thinner, yeah, small. But if he commits to putting on muscle, he's got the boxy shape a little bit. So yeah, no, no, it, I, I, it'll okay. look impressive if he if he packs on you know 20, 25, 30 pounds of muscle. It'll look impressive. And he might even have that, like, you could put that tiara on him, like, 
<laughs> like in the comics, and his curly hair will fit. Yeah, indeed, yeah. indeed. Like imagine for... shirtless buff with that little like head Scott sock thing <laughs> with the curly hair. Close your eyes and do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I'm I'm imagining him with 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 the censorship with the blur. No. <laughs> Oh man. But no, I feel you. And you're right. Like if he can pack on the muscle, like he could honestly he could be like what we were thinking before with like how we were talking about how Keegan Michael Key could have been electro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like like be able to pull off like the new age version and the old school one and like, you know, be able to make them both work on on either end. Like he totally might be able to pull that off if it really is just about the muscle and and the hair. Yeah. You know. You know who else could do it too? Now that you mentioned it, and you know, ironically, between Game of Thrones and Seth Rogen, it kind of came to this. Is um, oh boy from from Game of Thrones, the the wildling dude, like the dude, the the oh, one yeah. with the yeah, yeah. That dude could could be Hercules, but he has to dye his hair too, right? Like you know, but because commercials. He does Hampton Inn commercials. One of those, one of those uh, motel chain. He's oh like wow, new, that's yeah. I didn't look. I probably seen that commercial and just didn't realize it was him. He shaved. No, no, he's, he's just like him, but with a suit. Like the suit makes. Oh, I remember we but were on is his beard trim. It, it it's the same because I think he was doing wow. that. While he was on Game of Thrones. He's just he's just he's just showered and, and wears a suit, and they have the like, carpet cleans up nice. Yeah, he's got the carbo cut on, and Emily and I were like, "Is that that dude from Game of Thrones?" <laughs> he's just smiling at me, like as I'm having my coffee, like, and I'm like, "That can't be him. Like, why would he? They pick him? Like, yeah, he's yeah, a right. Like, he'll trash your hotel room, right? <laughs> but uh, this fool yeah. can comb his hair and become respectable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, he didn't like do clean up nice. Yeah, he just put a little baby oil in it and let it, the girls do it. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Okay, cool. Cool. So, uh, all right. Uh, look, we should go ahead and, and get into the the beginning or get into this review. You all want to do uh, Sadako versus Yakoko? Kayako first. There you go. Kayako. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do Let's have the review music. For. Horror movie review? Yeah, yeah, like that's what we did. Like, let's do it. Like you utilize that bumper. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to trim it down so it's long. <laughs> I thought we had a visual one. Did we? No, it was just a TV one. We can kind of talk over this if you need to. <laughs> I feel like there should be like some lightning effects. Yeah, it'll, it'll come. <laughs> oh, we do have the scary review theme. Well, that's for comics. Oh, so we gotta hold that for yeah for bloodstained teeth. Yeah. Okay. So, Sadako versus Kayako. Jay, why don't you tell us what this is, man? Uh, it's 
basically the ring versus the grudge. Um, the movie starts out with the ring where two girls find the cursed videotape and then it switches over to the grudge with the girl just kind of being fascinated by the grudge house and eventually they both are cursed and an exorcist decides to pit these two ghouls against each other in order to break the curse yeah that that seems like that pretty much covers it um so you know i'm gonna be up front with you here gents uh I did not finish watching this movie. Ah, oh, what a bitch. I mean, hey. sorry. I wasn't talking to you. Hey, whatever. Look, <laughs> talk to me or don't talk to me. <laughs> say, say, listen, I will tell you all right now. I was like, I was watching this joint. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't do it this week. I can't. I'm like, I'm like, you all know, you all know me. And in, in, in on a good day, this would be really hard for me. <laughs> you know, and I'm just saying in light of how things have been going just in the world in general these past few days uh, or, or shoot, with days. Look, days, weeks, months or years. You take your pick. <laughs> look, whichever one of those frames of time you want to choose. The, pat, the way the world's been going these past few whatever denomination you choose, I just like, yeah. Like, now, how far did you get? I got a third of the way in. Um, I did not get, like, and I, yeah. I will tell you, what I did, what I can tell you is this. Two things I can tell you, and that might, this might alleviate things a little. I did record my reaction to the film from the beginning up until I stopped which okay. is like a third of the way. The second thing I will say is pretty much five minutes in, I I, I pretty much said, I don't know if I'm going to make it to <laughs> Sadako versus uh, uh, Kayako because everything that's happening already, I'm just like, this is a lot for me right now. Like, I just, I just like, and so I pretty much got to the point, like, after the grudge started killing the kids, I was just like, you know what? I think I'm they good don't for even right show now. It. Like, hey, it all hey. happens off screen. What? How dare you, man? Listen. Hey. That, that thing. Yeah, oh, dude. That, oh, I hate it so much. And keeping in mind, too, that, you know, I watched Ringu. So yeah. I've technically seen a ring movie. I didn't like it. Um, well, I won't say that's true. That's not true. It's a good movie. It's not my thing, but it's a good movie. I can 100% say that and appreciate it for what it is. It's just, it was like intense for me. Um, I didn't see any grudges. So the only thing I know about the grudge is what I've seen in like maybe a trailer that I watch half-heartedly or something. You know what I mean? So I was just like, I wasn't really prepared for all of that, you know, and 
that little kid is terrible. Like, I was just like, oh, like, it's just so weird. Like, man, I knew it made cat noises. I, I still wasn't prepared for how unsettling it is to watch a little boy that is in, you know, all white makeup or, you know, or basically what looks like a, a, a drowned little boy making a cat noise and how unsettling that can be. That's unsettling. You know, there's a scene in it, Larry. Let me describe this scene for you. Maybe you can react to that. There's a scene when they're like trying to draw out Kayako, you know, uh-huh. and, you know, because what the plan is, they're trying to lure out Sadako and Kayako. So they're both the persons cursed by both entities. So they're going to essentially fight over that death. Okay. Name it, and then the, the idea is that they'll destroy each other. You know, right. in the process and freeing everybody from the curse. Um, that's a gr- that's a great story. That's a great. So there's concept. like they don't know if it works, and then the little girl, like then the little boy is just next to one of the girls, like just just a, they, they don't know if it's it, they're you know as the audience they're like, well, did it work? You're there with the the protagonist, and then the little boy just appears next to one of the girls. And it doesn't do nothing. Like, like he's just there. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I, I wish I was there to wipe Larry's butt during this because he's, <laughs> he's gonna shoot himself when he shoots. And then you didn't do it. Well, listen, I I barely got past the part where like the 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 little boy goes into the house, right? Which I don't even understand what's happening here. And you know this like. I'm basically talking through the movie, trying to keep myself as settled as I can. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know what kind of, I'm literally, you hear me say it. I'm like, I don't know what kind of little hazing ritual this is where these, like these kids are going, you know, they're like, oh, you got to go in the house and take them these rocks or whatever. And I'm just like, like, why would you do this? Like who, why these kids are obviously not your friends. You know what I mean? So I don't know what little group you're trying to get to be a part of, but why? Then he goes in there and he sees the thing and he covers his face up. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm like, this is not going to work. And I'm like, and I know what's going to happen. I know. (laughs) I'm like, as soon as this fool opens his, like, like tries to look, the thing is going to be right in front of him. I know that's what's going to happen. And then it happens and I'm still like, ah. I'm still like, no, no, because I was just like, what is that? Like, which it's doing the thing that Moses has been doing that I hate so much already, where I'm just like, why are you doing what is that? I'm like, what is that? And like, why is that the thing that the thing does? Like, and I'm just like, you know why? Because Japanese people understand what is psychologically scary like it's like you know because because like that like your friend could do that and you would laugh your ass off and think like oh you're being so silly (laughs) but something that you don't know that has like a dead look in its eyes when it's doing that to you like that's like i'm like dude i don't know i'm i'm drinking tequila right now just to make sure that i can get to sleep tonight uh be careful tequila is a hallucinogenic Man, look, don't tell me about tequila. I know what tequila does. When you see when you see that little boy crouching in the corner in your bedroom, oh, listen, just, my face is gonna pop on his saying, "I told you so." <laughs> I look, 
I promise you, 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 you're talking about things popping up next to folks. When you find me in the bed between you and Emily, you're going to be angry. I'll be um, like, hey, you know why I'm here. <laughs> you, you, know, you know why I'm here. <laughs> I just rolled over to hug Emily. <laughs> right. Hello, friend. <laughs> and, then my, and then my crotch gets blurred out. <laughs> and it covers right. half the screen. <laughs> I, listen, it's just, it's very unsettling. And and the part that blew my mind the most, which I knew from the jump again, but it still messed me up. I was just like, what would make this little kid feel like he can draw these other kids into this house and hide and he was going to be okay? Like, I don't even understand. Like, why, why do you feel like you have an alliance with the ghost? Like, I don't like, I'm like, man, and I get it. Like, he's a little kid. He's not smart, but he's smart enough. <laughs> like, he understood what was going to happen to those kids. I'm trying to figure out why he thought he was different, and I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, subculture girl, you don't got to sign up, subculture girl. Don't worry. This is a freebie. This is a freebie. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. No, man. No, seriously, though. I was just like, I was like terrified. Like, and that's the messed up part where I can look back at it and be like, okay, yeah, you're right. It's like, it's not as scary as it seemed in the moment. But, you know, people say that about a lot of things. You know, say that we say that about like fires and gunshots. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean that it wasn't true. Like, it, it actually was scary in the moment. But, you know, looking back at it, yeah, we can look back and laugh and smile and be like, man, remember that time when they were shooting at us? That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, man. <laughs> Have we made it out? You know, and that's how I feel about Sadako versus Ayako. I'm happy we made it out. You know what I'm saying? Cheers. You know, how? what did you all think? <laughs> I have one, I have a question. Is the reason you couldn't finish it because of the Texas thing? That was yeah, man. That was definitely part of it. Where I'm just like, dude. I mean, like, between like, I was I, honestly, I've already been in a bit of a funk um, since since Buffalo. Yeah. Then we had the you know the Texas thing happen. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it, I mean. And, and honestly, it's like I don't even need there to be mass shootings for me to be like, oh, dude, like yeah. things are kind of messed up right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't like look, COVID cases are going back up again. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it, it, it's one of these things where it's like there's a lot of things just happening in the world where I'm like, man, I don't need to like I don't need to traumatize myself. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the world is doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of horror fans can probably attest to this. Jay, you can, you're a young one here along with me, uh, where sometimes the, the, the horror is a little cathartic <laughs> when the stuff, mm -hmm. it, it, I don't know, I don't know what it is about it, and it kind of helps you get mm -hmm. through it. And it's, it's yeah. almost in the same way that heavy metal is to a lot of the heavy metal fans. And there's always, that's why there's a somewhat of a crossover there, but. As far as what I thought of the movie, it's like I, I had already uh, I had preconceived notions about it. I thought it was 
I was told it was kind of corny, not too good. And but when I actually watched it, I, I did enjoy it. What I didn't enjoy was lack of an English track. But that's not the movie's mm. fault. It's in Japanese. It's a Japanese movie. I can't fault right. it. Knock it. But it did, did uh it, it did fight to keep my attention in that sense because it, there's I'm pre-producing as well. And so it, it did uh it did kind of that was uh, i wish that would have made it a little if if that was if they had an english track it would have made it easier to to empathize with a lot of these characters but in horror movies i mean the characters i go for especially here is the ghosts the curses (laughs) (laughs) in this in this particular movie it's like when you watch godzilla you root for godzilla you don't care how many people he trampled over you know (laughs) and maybe that's maybe that's part of the problem in society too you know but uh, you know they they don't get enough from watching godzilla (laughs) you know they Mm -hmm. gotta themselves but um aside from that like i wish you would have seen the merging when the two curses merged into one being and, no, does that yeah. happen? Yeah, that's the big. That's the big. Like, if somebody would have told me the person that told me that the movie wasn't that good, but told me that that happens, I would have watched this movie a lot sooner. Yeah, <laughs> even just the look, the the effect itself isn't that great. Like, the design, it's like it's one of those like yeah. kind of like Cloverfield where you only see glimpses of it, but makes you want to see it all. Like, I want a McFarlane figures. Uh, action figure of that merged curse you know and it was only for a little bit and it it, it just really did the trick like in this movie i'm like oh wow the ending itself was a little soft but you know what was coming (laughs) so it's not you know it's implied it's not you know if anything that was the one bit of mercy they would have handed larry it was just the cut to the credits but uh what'd you think of the after credit scene you know i didn't see that I was on a, a bit of a time crunch today. Mm. So I, I started watching it in the morning. I woke up uh, rather early and I watched it and then I had to go to the DMV and then I watched it the rest when I came back and then I had to read uh, Blessing. Blessing Teeth issue two. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, uh, but yeah, no, I didn't get to see that. I, I have to go back and check that out. Okay. It was you interesting. Spoil it for me. Yeah. No, it's basically the ring tape. But when Sadako comes out, instead of just doing her walk, she's like crawling like Kiyaka. Oh, does, nice. Which is like pretty, like, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Doesn't the ring girl already crawl? She she, no, crawls. she she crawls out of the TV, but yeah. other than that, she walks. Yeah. And then uh, the, the Kiyako does the jittery, like, crab stop motion y thing, kind of like the Exorcist. I thought I thought that Sadako did that too, but no, she no. just does the the like she does the like the jittery moving, like she just steps bit. forward. Yeah, like the tracking on the videotape a little bit, but not like not not like Kyako. Right. And Larry, okay. when you talk about these Amer- the American versions of these, we talked last week when we reviewed Sadako at the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um. The American versions do a little different. The American version of The Grudge, mm-hmm. I think, is scarier than all of these. Really? <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Geez. And it just it just because it, it kind of the way the story goes, it does the 
it's still the Japanese thing. It's not like a remake. It's like an American mm -hmm. person <laughs> went to work in Japan and stayed in the house. So you're watching oh. the movie in Japan with the same uh, environment, never same, you know, same mm -hmm. backdrop, everything. But they she's out of her American element. Person in it. Yeah, uh, and it's okay. that for some reason that really did uh, something inside here. <laughs> really, yeah. like, it felt like it's happening to me, <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. why I don't travel. Bonus points for the director of The Grudge directing The Grudge, the American one. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's that's another reason why it's so good. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily a remake. It's almost like a, a, a Gaiden or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's an American sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I think that's what made it so good. And then the second one is good too, but it's not as good as the first one, but it's the sister looking for her sister <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> And she stays in the haunted house. Like I don't like. Well, let me she's ask investigating, you this question. so she's like trailing her, like wherever she's stayed. You know. So, so the American in the Grudge movie, though, like the house isn't dilapidated like how it is in this movie, right? Uh, right. Nah, it, it's like they somebody still owns the land and they kind of maintain it, sort of, but they rent it cheap and they don't maintain it too much. Gotcha. So it's a little. It's what she can afford at the time because she's got it. To work it. Because I will tell you, man, like I was like a little like, you know, I, I like I said, I didn't watch this movie. Like I only got to see like the first third of it. So I got introduced to what I'm assuming are are the the protagonists, like the young ladies who found the tape and the other young lady who moved in next door to the house. And I was just like, man, like these these folks, like I, it was hard to root for them, <laughs> like because they make such poor decisions. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't understand, like why it is like. And I said again, I can't speak to what they do throughout the course of the movie. I'm just saying, in that first third, I was like. Nah, man. And I felt bad because I was like, man, Home Chick got a text message and now she's good <laughs> because she was like in her phone instead of watching the tape that she forced her little friend to watch. And I'm like, man, that's messed up. This chick didn't even want to watch that tape because and that's a, like, it makes sense. I'm sitting here like, who pulls a tape out of a VCR that looks like that and is like, oh, we should watch this. It's like, what? I, I would. I told you how what? I found I told you how I found you did. <laughs> you did. You did. That's also you how I do it. That's I'm, also how I got uh the Blair Witch project. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm just nosy. But... Like I want to know what they were watching, the people before. Like I'm nosy like that. Once I found the video and it said it was called Lust in the Dust. And I'm like, this sounds like something I would watch. And it turned out to be a Western, an acid Western. And that's how I started getting into acid Westerns. I don't even know what that is. What's an acid Western? It's these trippy, like we talked about it um, on Free Comic Book Day show because I, I reviewed the the uh, Jarodowski comics. How he did El Topo, the weird Buddhist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's these like Westerns that are more, um, they're like ultraviolent, but they're trippy. Like they're not straightforward revenge or or the man with no name. They 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 get yeah. more experimental with the, the storytelling. Okay. 
Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I you know, you all know me. Like something feels a little off, or I look at it and I'm like that looks scary. That's enough for me. <laughs> like, oh, we don't need to mess with that at all. Like we we can go live our lives someplace else and be fantastic. Like <laughs> it's like we listen. We we all have things to do today. Come on, follow me. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, I would not look at that tape and be like, "What's this?" Like, you know, I, I probably would have messed around and took that tape right back to the store that I bought the thing from. Like, hey, this was in the VCR. I don't know if y'all want this or not, but you know, I don't know what it is. I didn't look at it, or maybe just throw it in the trash. Because well, you know, that's the other part too. Where like I'm like, there's a part of me that even be like, let's say that tape looked good. I might be like, well, they don't know that we want that we have this tape, and I don't know what's on this tape, and I'm not gonna look at it. But they might they be might mad, be mad. And look at it, and next thing you know, I'm in some shenanigans because they think I looked at a tape that I actually didn't even really look at, and they're not gonna take my word for it. So I'm like, you know, maybe just throw this away. Maybe they'll be like, we don't know what happened to that tape. <laughs> you know, I bought this. They might be like, "Oh, damn! It was in that thing that you sold," but they don't know where I live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I paid cash for that. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know. I like. Or, I, it's not it's a thing. time at that point. Sometimes. <laughs> I look. It's not that I'm not curious. I'm a naturally curious person, but. Some things I just know, like, oh, no, that got a weird feel to it, and I'm okay. Like, I, like, I guess there's a couple things in this world I'm okay not knowing. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Sheesh, man. So, like, yeah, I, I, the more you all talk about this joint, the more I feel like I made the right decision. <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, it all sounds cool, but I don't know if I can handle uh, curses merging. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we only got like four deaths that were interesting to look at, and everyone else just kind of dies off screen. Or like, well, but the thing is, okay. it's not even like a gory, like slashy type, yeah. slasher type killing. Like, they're they all just die paralyzed by fear, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so it's just mm -hmm. the tension building up to the you know they try to kill themselves and then. You know, Sadako gets there before they can actually do it. You know, it doesn't let you do that. So, yeah, yeah. I do miss Sadako's pretty hair, though. I want to see <laughs> live action pretty hair for Sadako. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, uh, so should we rate this? Or do we yeah, have anything else there. to say about it? Before you do that, Larry, Larry, you didn't pull any clips of you reacting to it at all, did you? I did not. Okay. But but I feel like uh I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I, I guess I technically have the video. Like I well actually I don't know if I can share that. Let me see. No, but either like, way, the, it's not like chopped up to like just you No, it's not. Let's yeah, let's yeah, wait but that. but we if you want to see yeah, that, but we can definitely subscribe, like, and hit the bell, and you'll know exactly. Up. We'll give you a yeah, edited, because uh, good little little uh, vignette of Larry crapping himself. Yeah, and it's it's worth it's worth checking out. Like I do feel like 
there are moments, I'm sure, because I know that there was a moment that I actually did like let out an audible little uh, uh, yelp. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. I wasn't trying to do that because I was like, yeah, I know how much you fools love uh, putting that kind of stuff up. Like, I was looking at the intro today. I'm like, look at this fool Joe put me in the intro with the scare. I'm like, why Why is that? All, all the stuff that I've done on this show. And that's what Joe's like, oh, this is what we should put into the intro. And then this does, this son of a bitch don't even put himself in the intro. I'm like, you know what? Joe's a son of a bitch. <laughs> well, whatever, whatever, you know. But yeah, you you'll, you'll have new footage because I'm just here, like, damn it, like this thing. It's just weird, man. I don't, and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Oh man, I love, I love Larry. Like, I hate that Larry doesn't like being scared, but the people love it. They love seeing Larry scared. And we gotta yeah. give the people what they want. Yeah, and yeah. trust me, like I even understand what you're saying, Mo. Like, people, like for for you folks that enjoy horror movies, I could totally see how that'd be a catharsis because it feels like you know. I mean, it, it's the same thing that you feel as a sci-fi fan, or you know, as mm -hmm. a fantasy fan. Like, I could totally see how it it all could be like that. Could all feel like the same thing. Yeah. It just so happens that it, it's just not that for me, unfortunately. So I'm just like, ugh. This just feels like more death. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a additional yeah. death. It's like well, death that it, I didn't. It, the thing is, it's death that has no real consequence, or it's not real, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> or is it? You know, no, nah, it's not. <laughs> It's not no like there's nobody that, crying over anybody that's dying in these movies. That you know? that little that little boy that got hit in the head with the rock twice when he was looking into the maw of that thing. It looked real to him. He felt <laughs> it felt it felt very very real. Like he was like ah, and I was like damn. <laughs> it was like dude. You, at this point, he's like, I wish the rock would have killed me. <laughs> with the people, which I'm just like. Yes, with the people's elbow. So, okay, yeah, let's rate it. Uh, Jay, what are you rating this? Um, I'll rate this uh, maybe three and a half. Um, it's good. I wish it were a little more cohesive. Um, but that might just be a me thing. Like, I kind of went into this not 100% blind, but I think I did have some preconceptions that were not fulfilled. But it ended up being, like, really good. I liked the characters. I thought they were interesting. Um, and, yeah, like, the characters. I wish for more exciting deaths. But <laughs> other than that, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Jay, real quick before we continue rating this, like when you compare this crossover horror crossover to like a Freddy versus Jason, well, that, like, well, that's the thing I was thinking about. Where like Freddy versus Jason is completely connected, mm -hmm. like it, it's basically, and I guess half spoiler warning for Freddy versus Jason, 
But uh, basically, Freddy lures Jason out to his hometown because he needs Jason to kill people in order for them to be scared enough to remember him. And then when he's strong enough, yeah. Jason keeps killing. And then he's like, Freddy is like, no, like now that I'm back, I need like I'm the one that's going to kill everyone and you're in my way now. And so like, yeah, like the whole thing is just kind of together, like a, a really good mesh. And then the kids dying, or the kids are just in the middle of this thing. And Sadako versus Kyako is really like two different movies just intersecting at a certain yeah. point, like in the last third. And uh, so that was a little, yeah, like I, I do wish it were a little more connected, interconnected. Okay. I uh I'll give it a, a a three and a half as well. I, I the disconnection that I felt I thought was from the language barrier, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's you know when Joe put it that way, I'm like you know what that that's probably what it could have been it because I I didn't have trouble reading it. I had I had trouble like paying attention, but I kept rewinding. That's one of the reasons why it, it took a while too because I didn't want to miss stuff. <laughs> yeah, so um, right. But yeah, three and a half. And ultimately, the design of the merged creature uh, uh, or curse, like, I really enjoyed. Like, I love that. That That's very uh, Lovecraftian <laughs> in a sense. And uh, it's like one of the things they say is don't look into Sadako's eye when it peeks through the hair because that's what kills you, you know? And uh, it, it's all like the mouth <laughs> some of the hair moves and it's the mouth and then just the eye like the whole thing is just hair with a bunch of eyes and then one big eye <laughs> and a bunch of mouths i love it like it, i i wish i could like draw that like on my wall and just have that be my backdrop just pen like scratches of eyes and mouth you know it, it was my textbook in high school for english but uh you know i don't have that textbook <laughs> let me see if i could pull up an image Oh Jesus! <laughs> while okay. he's uh, while he's doing that, Larry, what would you give the first third of this movie? Um, right, and you know, again, caveat because I didn't watch the whole thing, but you know, I mean, I, I'd probably be right there with you all, where it's like three and a half, maybe, maybe even four, yeah, just because you know, it feels like it was doing what it's supposed to be doing, but it's just not my thing, so it's hard for me to like really judge it fairly because i'm just like ugh i'm just like so much man it's just like too neck yeah and i'm like okay they're they're definitely gonna start killing these women and i'm <laughs> like i think i'm i think i'm good <laughs> you found it jay nah okay good let me try and <laughs> no, no it's okay man it's okay to pull up you, amazon you did your best jay you don't have to you know, no, I haven't done my best yet. No, man. Like, like you did. You've done everything you could possibly do. Jay. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I just want to sleep tonight. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's like, can why? I have a restful evening? I'm like, why? Yeah. Just gonna gonna be up all night watching freaking 
Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam and and friggin' Young Justice. <laughs> Dude, Young it's Justice like is so good this season. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I can, I can agree with you from what I've seen. Like one know, of my brothers I, is watching it. Okay, and I'm like, cool once you know, one of, one of, once one of my brothers are watching it, you know it's good because not that they have superior taste. It's just yeah. it, it's off of their radar. Like they like superhero shit and stuff, but they're not gonna sit down and watch something that it is somewhat of an investment, like a TV show, cartoon, right. you know. Uh, yeah. they'll, they'll watch a movie or they'll watch, you know, they'll give a, a drama yeah. show that they can watch here and there, but they they just get the sense to watch a bunch of them at a time since they're only about what half hour, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, are you talking about Young Justice or are you talking about something else? Uh, Young Justice, it's yeah. half an hour. No, I mean, yeah, young, I, young Justice are, are more than half an hour, aren't they? Are they? Really? Yeah, maybe that's why they enjoy it. They feel, it feels like and, a... and not only that, I think not only are they more than half an hour, but they're full, like, regular TV seasons. They're, like, 20-something yeah, like, episodes. Like, not even... It's yeah, not that, even like... it's like I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, but I will say, like, this... Jay is like absolutely cable, right. I like, like cable seasons, 13 episodes, 12 this joint, I'm pretty sure these this like this joint is like 28 episodes, I think. God. Something so, something crazy like that. But but what Joe was telling me was that they, they work in like arcs too. So you can yeah. watch an arc and then take a break yeah. and then you watch another arc. Because it's like it's like reading a comic book series. Jay man. Mm-hmm. Hey man, mute mute that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Ambiance. Sorry. It's ambiance. Ambiance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's people it's, suffering. No, that's that's sleeping sounds. That's his sleep machine that turned on. Mm, you can use sleep that machine. Only, only, only Jay loves the dulcet sounds of children suffering. <laughs> well, only no, Jay man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh. And it's interesting because this season, like like Young Justice, has has slowly been like expanding and expanding its its purview in regards to like the 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 DC universe at large. Mm-hmm. And this season, man, is basically just like like it's like basically like almost it feels like the entire DC universe. Nice. It's crazy. It's good stuff. All right, Jay, you playing ready? video? I thought you're just getting pictures. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Then, then they got him. Sadako and Yakako got. <laughs> Put Yakako away, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't play. Hmm? No, that was it. Like you don't see the merch for that long. Oh, I don't. I didn't even see anything. Yeah, so I don't think. Bad. I don't think. Uh, so did I, it not come through? I, I think Amazon locked it. Like, it yeah, yeah. Streamyard probably doesn't let it happen or something. No, I, Amazon I think doesn't. Oh, okay. Either way. Yeah, we didn't see it. Only you saw it. Yeah, because Streamyard, well, I, 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 we pay Streamyard, so they play whatever the fuck we tell them to play. 
But I'll do a screen grab and I'll I'll play it for you next week. No, no, I'm good, man. Don't worry about it, man. Listen, you can play it like send it send it to the audience in our Discord or whatever. I'll be sure to mute that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll mute the movie thread. <laughs> oh man, no, Young no. Justice. Yeah, it's. I do like how they have like the mini arcs, and mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, they've all been really good. Like, yeah, just fantastic this season. It's it's really an amazing. Um, it's an amazing achievement in that you know the joint has so many characters, and it's like what it basically. Did if I'm not mistaken, is it feels like it took the the core cast of Young Justice and expanded them and expanded them, and each of their worlds and their circles got bigger and bigger, and so now like the core team is basically like in almost like each of them have their own little areas of the DC universe that they inhabit, and you can bounce around from each of those. So like you can literally have entire episodes. That are like in Atlantis about Atlantis, and it kind of circles around, uh, you know, uh, uh, well, I guess what would be Aquaman now, right? Like, or what's his name? Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah, Calder. Cal Calder. Yeah, yeah, but but no, not Jason Momoa. No, but but like you know, you have you have like Calder, like and. It's which, like this literally hilarious scene, by the way. Where which he one? gets to where he gets to keep his name. Oh, right. That is a good scene. King, he's like, Yeah. Uh if I like you're Aquaman, so like I guess I'm not Aquaman anymore. It's like right. we have like five Green Lanterns, like I think we can yeah. handle two Aquaman. Right, right, exactly. And so so you like you literally have an entire arc that is just Atlantis, and you know, you have you know the the Aquaman, which was the Aqua Lad that was on Young Justice, and it kind of centers around him to a degree, but it's really more about Atlantis, and he's in it, and like they're like, okay, well, this is the part of Young Justice that we're featuring today, and that world versus like say a separate episode that very well might just be like the magical episode, and it follows like Zatanna. You know, which that is like, and Zatanna wasn't actually an original member of Young Justice, but you know, like that, the the stories before or leading up to now, definitely have you know brought her into the fold, and now you can do like, it's not, it doesn't feel like, oh, why are we following this character? It's like, no, Zatanna's been here and has become yeah. part of the thing, and you know, like, I mean, and that whole art that they do with her and her father and whatnot is just. It's amazing stuff, man. It is like Dang. really McClary, good storytelling. Yeah, man, they did amazing with Clary. Like, yeah, man, he's so vicious and so powerful. Like, he's such a yeah. threat. Yeah, it's insane, man. Like, it's like it's crazy because I'm just like, wow. Like, like I mean, realistically speaking, like every area of DC could be taking notes from this show. Whether you're talking about the comics, whether you're talking about the movies, whether you're talking about the TV shows that aren't this one. <laughs> you know, like, and, and 
every part could be taking notes just because it does like such a good job of like building characters having arcs that that matter and um yeah i mean even like today i mentioned um tomar ray in our in our in our production chat and i was just like damn like you know i mean tomar ray is an amazing green lantern and i know that you know what i'm saying like cuz i read enough green lantern to understand like who that guy is and how 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 good of a green lantern he is generally speaking but the arc that they gave this dude in pretty much just two episodes if i'm not mistaken and when i say two episodes i'm talking about like two episodes where this fool's not the focus <laughs> you know it's like it's not like the it's like it's not two episodes about tomar ray tomar ray is like the a background character in all the stuff that's going on and they were able to like give this fool an entire like a, a character arc in like the C story of this episode <laughs> that was that resonated where I'm just like, damn, that fool's a real one. <laughs> Tomar Ray, like, and I'm like, man, that's the C story, you know? What I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's crazy because, yeah, it's like it's not even like this dude, like, this was like, oh, it's it's like, oh, they made a, a Green Lantern show. Like this is like Tomar Ray's backdoor pilot. Nah, no, nah, this is just something else that just happened to be going on inside of everything else. And I'm just like, wow, this, this is really good writing, man. It's really good writing. Like hats mm -hmm. off to Greg Wiseman, man. That guy is something else. Yeah. It reminds from hearing you guys talk about it, it reminds me a lot of like Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Mm -hmm. Like that's the and, and, you're going with. Yeah, and, and I mean not a bad it's all thing. <laughs> no, it's it's all built on that DNA, right? I mean, Young mm -hmm. Justice, mm -hmm. like, like Young Justice comes out of Teen Titans, right? That that comes out of basically that show. So it's like you know, I mean, they're not, you know, I guess like direct, direct, direct. I don't think, but you know, they all kind of play off of the idea, like, okay, yeah, like remember what where we were with those characters? Then this is kind of like, what if this was like the next phase of that, you know? And so it, it plays on that 100% and, and does it in an amazing way where it's like, you don't have to see any of that to appreciate any season of Young Justice. And that's the, that's the other thing too, where it's like, I, I'm pretty sure all these seasons are pretty self-contained, technically speaking, but mm -hmm. they still build on each other too. So it's like, if you watched it, like you get more out of each season as you watch. But, right. Yeah, but if you didn't watch it, you'll be fine too. Fine too. So mm -hmm. it's cr it's crazy, man. It's insane. Like Young Justice could easily like this season of Young Justice could easily be called DC Universe, <laughs> <laughs> and and nobody would be like, I thought I you know nobody would say I thought we would be seeing more of the DC Universe. Like no, no, you didn't. Like you're seeing <laughs> you're seeing everything that you want to see and probably a little more. You know, <laughs> because it's it's touching on everything, man. You get like Superman stuff. You're getting Batman family stuff. You're getting magic stuff. You're getting Atlantis stuff. You're getting Amazons. Like you're getting everything. Yeah, it's insane. Just amazing. I'll take and that's, and that's why it's twenty eight episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if I could commit to that. Hey, now listen, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't commit to it. Just watch the magic arc and yeah, I, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, which one? Yeah. The, the... the magic arc is the second one, so okay. that's episode five okay. through eight. Okay. Five through okay, yeah. I, I would say I wouldn't even I wouldn't even like say commit to it. I would no. say just start watching it. Wait, and... the magic arc is third. I'm sorry. It's okay. the it's Cheshire first, then uh Martian uh Martian girl, then Zatanna. Oh right. I forgot that we went to Mars. Right. <laughs> right. There's a whole whole arc, whole arc on Mars and their whole political strife going on. It's like it's dude. This joint is something else, man. It is like I didn't even mention that the whole cosmic, cosmic angle. Look, you got you got new gods and friggin' all that going on. Oh, yeah, too. that's the it's other like, one. You should watch the new gods. So yeah. watch the magic yeah, man. Arc, watch the new gods. Arc. It's, and it's he, something they're else. Doing some, they're doing some interesting stuff with Orion, which mm -hmm. I know from. I, I'm not. I don't know Orion. I'm not a fan of Orion. Like, I don't know him, but. Mm -hmm. In a Justice League, uh, the OG Justice League cartoon, he was like kind of just like a strong dude. And this one, they kind of give him like a little more, like mm -hmm. a little more character, a little more, he's a little more stoic, a little yeah. stronger. And he's got like a, some issues going on. Um, okay. And, you know, there's like actual prejudice around him. Yeah. yeah. Like mm -hmm. Everyone knows. He's the son from, of dark side, yeah. so it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's that actually reminds me of the like '90s Orion series for D from DC, the comic series, which was really good. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's actually yeah, how you got. <laughs> you should watch if those you, two arcs. If you start watching it, man, you're just gonna you'll you'll just keep watching it when you have the time. Which it's just that I, simple. Like, but I don't. That's the problem. Okay. Well, hey. But yeah, I'll sell a dog. I'll have to do more cardio. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, you gonna have to get get another apprentice so they can cut some hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even the cutting hair; it's just everything I do, like <laughs> just yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. Oh, and they brought in Razor from the Green Lantern cartoon, which was awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and and I do see what you were talking about, Jay. And I was like, yeah, that definitely shouldn't work like that. <laughs> 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 That's funny, man. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, we should get to bloodstained teeth. Review. Uh, like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Where you yes. at, Mo? Where you yeah, at, Mo? Need Mo, there. Oh, you're okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm right. Hey, this sign. No, um. <laughs> so. Mo, why don't you tell us about Bloodstained Teeth? Uh, Bloodstained Teeth is a uh, comic book, believe it or not. And 
it's about vampires with blood in mm-hmm. it. And I wish I would have read it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I was stalling. It's uh, written by Christian Ward, drawn by uh, Patrick Reynolds, colored by Heather Moore, or inked by Heather Moore, and Hassan Ostamane El Hau. Uh, does, I believe, the lettering or uh, the yeah, the letters. Uh, Heather Moore does the colors. Uh, Patrick Reynolds art. Yeah, okay, I got that right. And uh, this is a beautiful looking book. Um, it follows the story of this dude that is uh, a vampire. And he said the way the story sets vampirism up is there's people that are born into it and people that are converted. And there's a little bit of prejudice in between and some of the firstborn are a little more organized about it and they have a council and all this like you see in in other vampire fiction but they they're mad at the main character here uh that i the name slips me right now um but he basically is it Atticus? No, no, no. I don't think it's Atticus, is it? Uh, yeah, Atticus Sloan I think it is. Yeah. yeah there it is. Attica Sloan, Vampire for Hire, right there. Let's see if this focuses. <laughs> uh, but basically, he he p- actually pays people to make them vampires, and he goes into the you know the the little monologue. He says, "Hey, people tell me their stories. Humans tell me their stories, and uh, you know, there's some are sick, some want power, some want strength, some want you know whatever. I just want money. Immortality isn't cheap." You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I-, I love that line because I've always, I, you know, you can go back into our archive if you can ever find that somewhere in the cloud because that mm-hmm. computer is destroyed. But there's a, a, a very like one of the things I like about True Blood is the the little minutia of vampirism, which is like, how do they like, yeah, you live forever, but how do they make a living? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. so there's, you know, they, they take, they marry people and to swindle them and think there's a certain level of uh, con artistry involved in order to, to be able to pay for things, you know, investing in certain things. And this book really goes into that in just uh, from the small level with Attica Sloan and then the higher ups, the other firstborn that are like the heads of pharmaceutical companies and shit, you know? So it, 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 the world building in this is, um, it does feel a little like in the first issue, a little separated. And then as you read, you know, cause issue two came out today, I got to read that. So it kind of closes in those gaps that I had in issue one, but we'll, I'll say I'll leave that for the review, but, um in this it's like really you're watching a ground level dude that is hustling to make money as a vampire and he the conflict comes in the firstborn council telling them hey you've been making people for money and we decided we don't want these sips that's what they call these these made vampires so you're gonna have to kill your own like progeny or else we're gonna fucking kill you (laughs) yeah and you have 30 days to do it because they're running wild. Since he was doing it for money, he was doing it unscrupulously. They were just, you had people that were just doing random shit with that power. And that kind of ruins it for the the rich ones that want to stay hiding, you know? 
like uh, I think it starts off first issue where he like this influencer decides she wants to be a vampire and then she just puts goes live on Instagram after her conversion saying hey I'm a vampire y'all and getting all these likes and it's like that's not what that shit's about you know mm-hmm. and but he's like whatever I got paid and <laughs> and then he gets invited to that party and he's like they kill they kill his familiar who's also a sip. In front of him and say, look, "Look, what we did to him, you got to do to everyone you've ever turned. And if not, we're gonna kill you." And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the first issue right there. Yeah, yeah. So, so Jay, man, what what did you think of Bloodstained Teeth? Um, I like the story and the concept and the characters. Not a fan of the art. Hmm. What was it about the art that didn't move you? I don't know, too, maybe too stylized, too wonky, too indie. Like, it feels very indie, where just, you know, instead of just drawing nicely, they have to make it <laughs> weird. Like, that's P- Patrick Reynolds. I, I do, uh, I know what Joe means, but I, I actually like it. I didn't take any um, any screen grabs. Uh, part of it because <laughs> I had a good time reading it, so I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't have to like get examples of it in terms of, uh, but it it really looks like Andy Warhol would have drawn this comic book. Yeah. If, if you look at any Andy Warhol paint, like there was in the news, one of his Marilyn Monroe's went for like. Forty hundred million or some shit, forty hundred, <laughs> and, uh, and the the that that Marilyn Monroe looks literally like how Atticus looks in this one panel, <laughs> right? So for me, from a pop art like perspective, like I enjoy the art, but I can see from a sequential art storytelling perspective how it's a little jittery or it it kind of takes it away. Uh, I know, Joe. I I had this thing where when they somebody dies or somebody's feeding, like there's a color overlay over them, and that's like that was a little odd for me. It's almost like a crappy special effect. Is that one of the things that got you uh, out out of the mood reading this? Um, no. The only comfort, the only color overlay that got really messed with me was the one with the cow. Yeah. Um. And- and that's that the one that's that kept the same thing. Yeah, that's the one that kept repeating when they die or when they're feeding, like. And that's uh, like that's it, like with the the young lady, like when he when they bite people, basically, it's that yeah. same kind of thing there. And so that just just so that, to show people like what we're talking about as far as the art style. Yeah. Yeah, that that did bug me. Like that is one of the things that bugged me. Now that I'm looking at it again, it's like, yeah, fuck that color overlay. Yeah. (laughs) It's 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 like I'll go ahead, Jay. It's just really disappointing because you know, there was like the book we did last week, which is which I didn't like the art or the story. And then this week. I like I like I like the story a lot. Like it's really interesting to me. But then they messed up the art. And it's like, man, that sucks. 
but I do like it. Like if you get into like issue two, where the first person he goes after is an MMA fighter, and he's basically just like, yeah, like he's just he is a vampire, but he's it's just a regular guy, and now he has to fight an MMA fighter who's a vampire. Like it's interesting. Yeah. And bad art. Even the way <laughs> the fight goes, like the fight pretty much takes the whole second issue. Uh, for, it's essentially the, the A storyline. And then there's a B subplot, and which kind of starts in the first issue, but it actually makes the first issue feel a little disjointed because <laughs> there's like three different stories going along. Or there's the intro, the MacGuffin, that you feel is a story and it's not and it takes that takes a few too many pages to really like kick the story into high gear so reading issue two i think I, i'm glad i did it because that was an interesting like okay this is what we're getting we're getting kind of a monster of the week type or kill of the week type and introduction to who he turned and how he's handling this situation and it, it, you're still getting the B, the stuff that was laid out in the first issue is getting addressed as well with more detail. <laughs> Where in the first issue, I, I felt they didn't have enough detail. And, it, you know, it was a little off putting. Like, I would have rated, if I hadn't read issue two, I would have rated this maybe a half a point less because of that, you know? Mm. Yeah, I, I will say that, you know, I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from, Jay, with in regards to how you feel about the art, but I, I liked it, and I felt like it, from a tonal perspective, it felt like it served the the book well. Um, but I definitely can understand and acknowledge that it's definitely stylized, like you know, it's it is like like Mo, I think, hit the nail on the head, where it's like a, a, a Art Deco kind of inspired kind of art style thing. I'm sorry, pop art. You're right, right. Yeah. Pop art. Like, I really um, do feel like they were channeling. Like, there's a, <laughs> there, there's one. Man, I wish I would have taken a screen break. I had all these thoughts, but I was enjoying the book, so I didn't <laughs> take the screen grab. But it feels like the, that that space odyssey, uh, or one of the David Bowie album covers. <laughs> like that, mm. literally. Like this dude's like channeling. Yeah, yeah, here, it was just like when they're showing. Let's see if you guys can see here the Alex star right here. The what? The Alex star right here. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just a little panel here. They're showing you just a, he's listening to music, and it's like a David Bowie thing. And mm -hmm. his face at the bottom panel is like that David Bowie cover, you know, and, and it just hits. Mm. You know, I like David Bowie. I'm not a fan. Like, you're not going to win me over with that. But if you're doing, uh, like, a Warhol-inspired art comic, yeah. and do that, like, okay, from a, uh, from a art uh, appreciation perspective, like, that's five points. Like, even if I don't really mm -hmm. like Because even Warhol, like, the art itself I don't like. I like the art for Warhol was the fact that he was basically telling you that anyone can do it. You know? Mm -hmm. And that was his art was his that the performance of who he was and bringing this to you and charging so much for it was his art and i love that about him um yeah. and it's basically like 
he started teasing it and then doing it and then them using it as an example. It's like, oh, well, anybody could do comic art, you know? Like, I actually saw <laughs> Eric Larson today where it's like, everybody sees my comics and they never see how many panels I've erased, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, you just see it good and you think it's easy, you know? And then this right. book comes along and it does essentially what in, in its execution, I don't know if it's in, in, in is, is its intention, kind of subverts that and just kind of right. throws it together almost like a collage of weird colors. So right. I appreciate it. I it did throw me off like like with the cow thing and it, sometimes it's like okay I, I can I have just one clear panel <laughs> like where I can <laughs> yeah you know something a little more traditional but um if I'm not getting it I'm not getting it I'm, I'm okay with that. But you know it's interesting though because like you know I know like like we're talking about this about and, and how it's inspired by like you know that pop art kind of scene yeah. but you know we can like there are other comic book artists that have been inspired by that and I think mm -hmm. you know but do it in a in a cleaner fashion that probably Jay yeah. would have appreciated more. Well, Riley um, Roswell is always someone we that comes to mind with that. Where he kind of does mm -hmm. the color overlays and he does them, you know. Right now, um, Javi Fernandez doing King Spawn, like he's doing a lot of the techniques that are done in like, in terms of the color overlay, but he's using it for mm -hmm. shading and he's doing it how they do it for um, manga, for Spawn <laughs> and that those gray tones. I'm like, I wish that book was black and white because I've actually watched videos of him doing these like overlays, like actual the the clear uh plastic with the dot matrix stuff putting it over the edges you know and right it, it, you know but like i i get what you're saying larry where it's like yeah it could be done a little better but i think the way it's done well, here really fits this book no no i and i agree with you 100 percent like i i i i don't want to say i'm not gonna even i wouldn't go so far as to say better i would just say different and and when i say different i just mean like in a way that Jay would have appreciated more, not not um, you know, not to to say like you know this wasn't the way to, for this book to go because I I feel like it it was the way like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I I feel like this is this was like this book was meant to look like this you know what I mean but it's just one of those things where it's like oh okay like you know I mean. Uh, that, like I, I guess I didn't more than anything I say that more so just to not um, put uh, comic book artists that are inspired by pop art in a box that's like okay well you look like that it, it looks like this and that's right. all because I don't think that's the case I mean even like a whatchamacallit like like Starenko right like all right yeah Starenko, yeah like you know it's like that is a more classic kind of comic art okay. style that is also um inspired by pop art but i think i think he did the inspiring but uh, you know i wasn't alive <laughs> hey yeah. yeah you know what you're absolutely right like you're right yeah. like he very well he very well may have inspired the art versus yeah. the other way around yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah, i i don't like but i i wasn't alive then but i i right <laughs> like yeah he was doing that art style like really young <laughs> yeah right right that's interesting. You're right. You're right, though. You're right. Like, he very well could have done that. And, you know, they don't give 
comics the yeah. the art i mean the the props that it deserves from yeah. the artistic world so right it's you like know you can do the same thing in a frame and all of a sudden it's it's fine art yeah yep but when you do it in a panel they're like oh that's for children right he does <laughs> what they do in a in a big frame on a canvas he does at a nine panel structure <laughs> right right yeah 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 so okay so but but the story you're saying, Jay, you definitely liked. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I do like the story and the setup. So, I actually probably will keep reading this. Yeah. And it's interesting because it does feel like it kind of takes a slightly different take on the whole vampire lore thing. Like, it's not like it's something that we haven't seen before. It's just more so that the way that it's presented kind of feels different and i think a, a part of that is is the main character like you know you like I, I feel like the like the like the closest that i can think of and you know by no means am i a connoisseur of all things vampire lore so you all feel free to like jump in and correct me here but the closest that i can think of of a vampire that has the attitude of atticus here like i would have to go to like to um like american vampire yeah you know where you have like a vampire that's like yeah they happen to be a vampire but that's like not their main thing yeah <laughs> you know and it's like that's like uh uh what almost every other vampire lore thing it's like you know like them being a vampire plays a major role Mm -hmm. And who that character is from, like, you know, your protagonist um, point of view. Whether they want to be a vampire or don't want to be a vampire, where they embrace that culture or they choose not to, it's like that vampire is the main thing. And it's like, you know, I feel like the only thing I can think of other than this that does that is, is American Vampire, where it's like, you know, this dude, Atticus, would be this guy, whether he was born a vampire or not. Yeah. And, and that's interesting because it's like, okay, so now we get to like know and learn about this guy and how he does what he does in addition to him being a vampire. <laughs> you know? Yeah. One of the, the little weird, real quick, I think uh, the vampire Lestat does a good job of it, but it ultimately goes mm -hmm. back to him being a vampire, about him being a vampire. So it, mm -hmm. it does take these like different sections of his story in different points in time, but it, it's all about him being a vampire. So it always goes back to that. Here, we don't know. Um, but uh, well, fuck, I lost my train of thought with that one. <laughs> no but, um What would I... Damn it. It'll oh, come back to you. Yeah, here it is. So the the dead guy talking to him, like, yeah, for me, it's like okay, that's in his head, but really, mm -hmm. like, if it's a world with that part, it could be a world with ghosts too, right? It could be, yeah, yeah, it could be, but but yeah, I think you're right, I think it is in his head, but you're right, it could be either or, and yeah. and, and you know, it's interesting either way, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, I like, I'm, I'm sure that there are people that are wholly convinced one way or the other like that's oh no he's a real ghost yeah 
you know, as go as real as ghosts get, I guess, you know what I mean? And yeah. others that are like, no, that's a figment of his imagination. He's just feeling guilty. You know what I mean? And so, and who knows who which which side will end up being correct because either yeah. or is just as possible or just as plausible, I should say. Yeah. And um and yeah. even if you don't ever answer it, like it, it's still a good motif in this right. nuance to this book. And, and also too the other similar oh, what, Jay? in a, a werewolf, an American werewolf in London. Yeah, yeah. Where the guy's friend you know, like he kills his friend and he becomes a ghost, like attached to him. So it's like mm. no one else could see him or hear him, but the guy can, and he's like, yeah. he's pissed, and he's <laughs> he, he gets snarky and all that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. It is. Yeah, like the breast thing was weird. Yeah, but you know, it's the eighties, right? Nineties. Okay. Had to be nineties. <laughs> I'll see a movie are... of my own. A lot of a lot of weird breast things in in movies in the nineties too. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, I will say that you know the premise of the book, generally, with him having to go and basically wipe out all of the vampires he created, feels like a really like interesting and original kind of premise. And um, you know, I mean, it it feels like it like you know. It's definitely one of these comics that's like, okay, like we're just sitting around waiting to hear about the the TV option rights, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's like it it definitely feels like one of those books where it's like, okay, like yeah, this this will be uh, a, a announced as a series probably before we get to issue twelve. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost as bad as like a Malar World book. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just feels like a pilot. Like, <laughs> at least wait to see if they come out on time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know, hey, that's cool though. Like, I won't be mad at it because I feel like it, it could very well be a really interesting t TV show as well. Yeah, um, and, and the art it, it, suck. <laughs> or would it, would it look, Jay? Well, it, for me, it would just show how plain it looked, like how plain it, things look in in for that medium. You know, like the imagination and, and the artistry that goes in the comics is once again vindicated for me. The, yeah, the TV, the TV show will be, the TV show will be one hundred percent rotoscope. <laughs> it's like it'll all, all the art styles will be there. Every time somebody gets bit, all those lines will be there, Jay. You'll be like, ah, my eyes. You know? <laughs> if they could do something like a where you meet halfway perfectly, like a Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, no, that would be super cool. Honestly, yeah. like it could be, it, it could be really interesting. Because kind of the snarkiness you know. of the main character would be like if you're watching everything through his perspective, it, it mm -hmm. might lend itself to that, but. The thing is, if people respond, because ultimately you want the masses to really like it. Right. They like plain stuff. As you can see by the design of our phones and the design of all the new cars. They all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just no, you're saw right. like a really cool behind-the-scenes clip of uh, Scott Pilgrim. Like the one scene where he's uh, uh, where he's a uh, where knives is coming to the door and he like jumps out of the window. <laughs> yeah, um, so funny. 
It's uh, <laughs> they showed that how the scene was filmed, and it's actually him. He like walks off screen, and then an extra or a double like jumps through the window. Mm. Like it's kind of interesting. Like so, it's not like a cut. It's like one yeah. take. Like that's that funny. Cool. That is that's cool. Awesome. That's yeah, man. Started watching a bunch of those clips again. Like, <laughs> like I like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. It's been a we while all since I've seen him. Yeah, I just saw him um, the other day on the new uh, Amy Schumer TV show. What's the new Amy Schumer TV show? It's called Life and Beth. Oh yeah, I did. I did hear about that. Okay, gotcha. Did you? What do you <laughs> yeah. hear about the Amy Schumer shows? I mean, I don't. Like, why is that on your them. radar? Why is that on your radar? I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think know. it was the. I, I think it was the title. Should, I don't know if I should be offended that Jay doesn't ask me why is it on my radar. Oh, I know it's on your radar. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Life and Beth. Like it's so funny because I remember hearing the title of that show. And I was like, Life and Beth? And it took me like half a second to understand why they called it that. And I was like, oh, I don't think I like that. <laughs> just like, I get it. But I'm like, oh, no. Like, it took me like an extra second longer than it would normally take to like, you know, like usually when I hear the titles of TV shows, I'm like, oh, that's clever. Or I'm like, oh, that's terrible. You know what I'm saying? And Life and Beth, I was just confused. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> Life and Beth. Okay, got it. And I'm like, nah, that's not doing it, man. Like, you know, it might still be a great a great show though. Like, I don't, you know, like I, I Amy Schumer is is fine enough. Like, you know, I know she's not everyone's cup of tea, yeah. but you know, like I don't dislike her. She's most uh, dudes, she's not most dudes' cup of tea for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but she she's talented and funny. Well, but, her know. comedy is like she's a we're like I, we're not trying to do a, a Amy Schumer retrospective here, but she's a great observationist. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that comes in in this show that really shows in the writing of it. Like, oh, really? She's on a she's trying to get with this guy, but they just have like crush on each other, and he starts coughing all crazy, and she just goes ooh, like as an in <laughs> the instinct is to go ew, you know, and mm -hmm. that for some reason that shit just cracked me up because it's like yeah, what's the <laughs> people cough, <laughs> up. like people cough, <laughs> but it, you know it was no punchline, it wasn't like there's no pause for any, it just happened and it cracked the shit, yeah. man. I rewound yeah. that like ten times. <laughs> that's funny but yeah man but uh, also too the premise of this show like it 100% feels like okay yeah like you build it like that and yeah like 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 you mentioned it, it kind of does like oh wait or was that uh, I, it, it was during this review you said monster of the week right yeah yeah but I meant monthly yeah. comics come out monthly oh, okay right but yeah but from a TV perspective, it definitely has like a monster of the week kind of feel to it because it's like, okay, well, what crazy sip is this fool going to have to deal with next week? You know what I mean? And it's like the MMA fighter vampire is like the yeah. perfect example, which is why I'm sure they made it issue two because it's like, okay, like, you know, and and they he goes out of his way to be like, oh, there's people much worse than this guy. You know, you're like, <laughs> that obviously intrigues you where, you're, you know, you, this ghost is basically talking to him or this, uh, you know, guilt 
ridden uh, uh, delusion talk to one, him. And one like, way or another, he's haunted. <laughs> right, exactly. And you're just like, he's like, man, how are you going to take this guy out? This fool's trained to fight. And he's a vampire like you. And he's like, ah, nah. There's much people much worse than this guy, and it's like you know that that's just put there so you buy issue three. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what do you mean there's worse than the the MMA fighter monster? Like, wait a minute, like, and and I know for me, you know me, I, I'm an MMA guy, so I'm 100. I'm like, well, how's this fool's life work? Like, you know, like does he only like train at night? Like, you know, or he trains in the day inside and that's it. And like, like he doesn't ever have to go out for any contractually obligated meetings or anything like that during the day. Like he's good or he like they take him right from a van to, you know, like, like he goes like all superstar status. Like he's like all hooded up and masked up and then goes to his van and then goes out to the other thing. I'm like, I, like, I would love to like, I would almost want a comic book just about the MMA vampire. Like he doesn't even have to do vampire stuff. <laughs> I just want to know how he, what his life is like. You just because yeah, in true, true MMA fan fashion, you just want to see him like suck on dudes. <laughs> well, listen, all he sucks on is the cow, so I don't know. <laughs> I did like how the fight was like drawn. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't like mm-hmm. the artwork, but I did like how it was drawn. Like sequence, like the stances, the, the yeah, the movements, the punches mm-hmm. and kicks were drawn, yeah, really well. It's just mm-hmm. when the ink and color got there, messed it up. <laughs> but as far as opposing, like, it's really good. Well, you yeah. can almost see the flow of everything happening from Absolutely. panel to panel, and that's—I mm-hmm. mean, that in comics itself, that's an achievement. Like that's mm-hmm. one of those like it's it only people pull it off and it's what like we were talking about earlier it's one of those things that people make look easy but it's right. harder than 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 you think like even just consistency in people's faces like we've read yeah. you know we've reviewed big two books monthly yeah. books superstar <laughs> titles triple a titles if you will that um have that <laughs> no matter how good the art is, there's always like inconsistent panels, and then this right. fight just flowed throughout that whole second issue. Yeah, yeah, man. So, anybody got anything else they want to say about bloodstained teeth before we do some ratings? Okay. I'm just wondering if they did it on purpose, like if they knew I was gonna read it, and they were like, "No, we can't make this art look good." <laughs> they did. They did, Jay. They, like I talked to Christian Ward, and he told me he's like, "Oh, you know Jay?" <laughs> he's like, "F that guy, Jay." <laughs> do, you, do you know what these dudes worked on before? Uh, no, I don't. Honestly, I know that Christian Ward is is an Eisner Award winner, uh-huh. but I also know that he's an illustrator as well. Yeah, he and did so, one of the variant covers. Of what? Of bloodstained teeth. Oh, got you. And so, yeah, so um, I don't know if this is like his first writing thing. Um, but it, like, I know when I was looking at his, at, at his, uh, like, you know, looking up his body of work, it seemed like most of it was more about illustration than it was about writing. Uh, and so, you know, um. Yeah, I mean, 
it, it's interesting. I know that uh, I didn't know that the, the work that it said he was known for was Odyssey. Yeah, and and I haven't read that, so I don't I don't know anything. I read one it. issue. Oh yeah, and it was an Odyssey. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it's it, it's another one of those like it, it's like it's the, the same reason why I don't watch. Young Justice is why I didn't keep reading Odyssey. <laughs> like, Got it. Too much of a commitment, but it's over yeah. now, so I think I can go back. But I um, mean, is it is it actually like a retelling of the Odyssey? Do you know? You know, I I wasn't too much for like Spanish literature like that, but that's fair. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I like I read the Odyssey, the you know the Greek one. And yeah. the Brazilian one, and uh, mm -hmm. but it, it, I, honestly, like, I don't know where my brain was when I read Odyssey, and okay. uh, it, yeah. it might be, it might be, but it, it's far, it, it's differentiated enough where I didn't like think to make that connection like that, you know. Gotcha. It yeah, might yeah, like it could just be a title. You know, the first issue I think was like the prequel to what the Odyssey would be in that world, you know. Like his, his his family life, his home life before he went yeah. on Odyssey. So okay. uh, I didn't read enough to tell you if it actually is more like the Odyssey, Homer's Odyssey. Okay. But um, uh, as far as Bloodstained Teeth go, uh, before we rate it, I would say that for a TV show purposes, if you guys are listening out there, and I know you are, because you guys put me in issue two. Um, they should eye zombie it and just do uh, another <laughs> dude that's forced to kill his familiars, <laughs> right? And, you know, and not ruin the comic, and just you could have them go side by side and have similar, right. similar motifs, and and you don't have to make it look the same. But yeah, they they did. Uh, I guess they're fans of the show because they uh, they put me in issue two. <laughs> oh man, there he is. Yeah. Damn, Mo. What'd you yeah. do? Oh yeah. no, Mr. Tooth. And they saw it from that. <laughs> That's, the reference. You just put... That's the reference. You need to just put your head into that scene. <laughs> I, I, I'm not good like at Photoshop like that. Gotcha. Yeah. But I'll do it. I, I have a picture that looks just like that. <laughs> they got him. That Mr. Tooth is weird. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I don't like him. <laughs> All right. So let's let's rate this book. Okay. Uh Jay, what would you rate? Bloodstained teeth. I would give it a three for the story and the characters and the world. And yeah, I, I didn't like the art. Um, it's unfortunate. Well, the comic books are a visual medium. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the visuals weren't doing it for me, but I do like the story and the characters and the uh, characters enough that I probably will keep reading. Okay, cool. Moses Magnum, what would you give Blessing Teeth? Uh, I would give it a, a, a five out of uh, sorry four and a half out of five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it, except for my role in it wasn't expanded. But uh, <laughs> but I, I'll do the TV show cameo whether it follows the comic or not. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, nah, it, it. I I enjoyed it a lot, art wise, everything. That cover, like I love the gold tooth <laughs> for a vampire yeah. on the cover. Like it just looks cool. Like and it, it basically once you read it, it tells you everything you need to know about that character. So mm-hmm. it's it's well done. Um, I wish it did have a white cover because I would like <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, like, yeah, four and a half out of five. It, yeah. The five, uh, the, the five would have come from some of these, like, you know, uh, the cow thing, the, that little overlay, like, it was like a weird shock, almost like when, uh, when Miles Morales does that like sting thing, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it turns yeah. like it, it's a little weird, and I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as for myself, I'd give it a five out of five, man. I liked it a lot, and it's like you know, like I guess technically, it's like I wouldn't have been mad if there were some changes to some aspects of it maybe like maybe artistically like I don't I, I can't like say for instance if it was like say um oh like Oliver Copiel doing the art for this book I, I wouldn't like it less because he was the artist on this book <laughs> you know what I'm saying you would you really yeah I don't think it'd be because there's a certain amount of grit that comes from doing it in this and i think he's yeah. too clean i think you know no, no. More, more of like a mcniven or, or something like that yeah. or even like riley rosmo riley rosmo's perfect yeah. in between like he'll give you the clean scenes and yeah the and the old co- he'll give you the color overlay you know well see, but, no absolutely I like how it came out the way it is <laughs> no and and i think that was the main thing that i'm i'm the point i'm trying to make in the sense that i wouldn't have disliked it if that was who the artist was but i feel like this yeah, like this gritty kind of kind of uh art works really well with it. And like I feel like the pop kind of aspect to it is an interesting aesthetic where it's like, you know, like it makes certain things pop even more. Like you just spoke about like the gold tooth, like the gold tooth pops because of the art style. Uh and you know, you could have done that again with, with somebody else. And and you know, you mentioned like Riley Rosmo, which yeah, that would have been an interesting choice to have to see what that book would look like. And then also I think of like a a, a Malieve, like a Malieve probably would have been an interesting choice to see what uh a, a book like this would done would look like in his art style as well. But at the end of the day, I feel like uh Patrick is doing his thing or her thing. I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I think Patrick's a guy, but that was me making an assumption. So, but Patrick, whoever they are, Patrick. <laughs> okay, is Patrick? So, I, I made I like I I made I made Patrick like some sort of uh, foreigner. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> Patrick. So yeah, but yeah, it's a good book. I like it. The story's super solid. The art is fun. So I, I'm gonna keep reading too. All right, let's hit that final thought music. <laughs> I'm hitting it. I'm hitting it. 
There you go. Okay, Jay, final thoughts, buddy. Um, the Chip and Dale movie was not what I wanted, but it was actually pretty good, pretty funny. Like, it didn't turn out nearly as bad as I thought it would. Fair, fair. Most Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, eh, let's see. Uh, I also want to see the the, the Chippendale movie. Uh, I hear there's a good scene with uh, Lamb of God music in it, so <laughs> you can get me. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, as far as uh, uh, if you subscribe, like, hit the bell, you'll see a video uh, of me reviewing a book by its cover. So that's the new thing I'm doing. I'm just looking at the cover and telling you everything I think about that book. And who knows when it comes out, maybe uh, I'll be right. Or maybe I'll be way off, but you'll mm -hmm. have to tell me in the comments. And for that, you have to subscribe, like, and hit the bell. There it is for the entire fantastic forum, including Oz, which we missed today. Hope you're back next week, buddy. Uh, we'd like to thank you for supporting. Thank you for watching. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, in the meantime, let us know what you like, what you didn't like, what you'd like to see more of, because we'd love to hear your opinion. And please, you know, feel free to go ahead and reach out next week. Uh, until then, we are the Fantastic Forum. Good night.